Hello, my friends, and welcome to the Bible in Order, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for August 26th is Lamentations chapter 3, beginning in verse 37 through the end of chapter 5. This great book has been split into two parts, and today we are finishing it. And it's appropriate that we've split it into two parts or two days because this book really entails the struggle between the two voices in our heads. There is one that speaks good and truth and love and joy, who encourages us to do the hard thing that we know is the better thing, and it's the voice of reason. It's the spirit within us through which God speaks to us. It comes from our bellies, the voice of God. The other voice is the voice of the flesh that tells us what we most like to hear. Go ahead, have that candy bar. It'll make you feel good. It will taste so great. It'll suppress the reality of how awful you might feel after eating the candy bar or the bowl of ice cream or having another drink. It's the voice that says you don't have to get up and go to the gym. You definitely don't have to read your Bible or spend quiet time with God. He understands. He loves you. He accepts you the way you are. It takes the truth of God. Yes, God does accept you the way you are, and it twists it and says you can stay just as you are, which is anti-biblical and anti-faith. It's actually anti-Christ. It's against what Jesus said and did and taught us and showed us because God does most definitely accept us for who we are. That's why he always went to the most humble people, the people who weren't trying to hide. But he never said, you can just stay as you are. That's a lie that the world whispers in our ears. Jeremiah in Lamentations is going back and forth between the two voices. Oh, the sin, it's it's dealt with us poorly. It's, it's difficult. God, where are you? Why aren't you hearing our prayers? How long will you punish us? Can't you see how miserable we are? And then in the very next stanza, talking about how wonderful God is, how forgiving he is, how he called on God and God heard. In verse 37, it says, who is there who speaks and it happens unless the Lord has ordained it. My friends, many people want to speak and ordain things within their own power. That is witchcraft. To cast spells, to just desire whatever you will and then name it and claim it. It's witchcraft. It's religion at best. But the Bible teaches us if we align ourselves with the most holy God and we abide in him and he in us, like Jesus taught on in John 15, then we know his heart. We know his mind. He speaks in us and through us and we become such good friends with him that we know what he likes 
We desire what he wants. And then we get the things we desire. See, this life is about being changed. Being changed into his image. Verse 38 says, Do not both adversity and good come from the mouth of the Most High? A lot of people today want to take the good from God, but not the bad. And of course, the bad is subjective, right? I mean, what's good to some people, what's bad to some people, might be different for you or for me. We don't get to use our yardstick, friends. We use God's. It's what God says is good that's truly good. It's what God says is bad that is truly bad. And then the next verse says, Why should any living person complain, any man, because of the punishment for sins? Do we not get what we deserve? Do we not get what we deserve? That's justice, isn't it? Spoke about justice yesterday. Justice is getting what we deserve. Grace is getting what we don't deserve, getting the good, getting fellowship with the Most High God. That, my friends, is grace. But we have this struggle between the flesh and the spirit man. In Jeremiah, it goes back and forth between complaining and rejoicing. It's like he's listening to the angel on one shoulder and the demon on the other. One whispering good, whispering the truth, and the other one whispering, you're okay the way you are. It's not fair that these bad things have happened to you. But the thing is, bad things happen to all of us, and God uses those things. Many times, bad things happen because of our own choices. Sometimes, bad things happen because God wants to elicit a change in us. And the people around us. We were never called to a life of ease, a life of comfort. No, not at all. We're called to be changed. As Dietrich Bonhoeffer said, when Christ calls a man, he bids him to come and die. Jesus said, anyone who would come after me must daily pick up his cross and follow me. My friends, what is the cross for? What did Jesus do on the cross? He gave his life. We must be willing to give our lives. There is no cheap grace. There is no inexpensive exchange. We don't get to get this eternal life insurance of going to heaven someday unless we're willing to make Jesus our Lord in addition to our Savior. We don't get this eternal life insurance policy that says, I'm going to live the way I want in this life, and then someday I'm going to heaven because I said a prayer or I repeated a mantra about Jesus dying for me. He did die for you, and his blood is precious, and it is worth all of our affections. 
It is worth all of our devotion. He's worth all of our time. He's worth all of our resources. And he wants us to fellowship with him. He wants us to have a deep and close personal connection with him. He wants us to be our he wants us to be his friends. The struggle is real between the flesh and the spirit man. The thing is about picking up the cross and following him, we are all given a choice about how and when we are going to suffer in this life. But the one truth that remains is we will all suffer in this life. We will all suffer. There is always going to be pain in this world as long as this world remains as it currently is until the return of our Savior. Because of sin, and sin has an effect. It's changed everything. And now the way that we are to come out of this world and be transformed by the renewing of our mind, we have to go through pain. Like when babies are born, tell it to the mother, there will be pain. We can either choose pain now that comes along with self-denial and doing the thing we don't want to do in order to get the result we know is best for us, or putting off that self-denial, indulging ourselves in the things that give us comfort, and then deal with the consequences later. Either way, there will be pain. There will be suffering. Do you want it now, somewhat on your own terms? Willingly subjecting yourself to it? Or do you want to experience the exile and the death that the Jews being exiled experienced by the hands of Babylon 26, 2700 years ago? It's like going to the gym. It's like eating right and going, bed, going to bed early and taking care of your body. It's no fun to go to bed early when all of your friends are going out for a night on the town. It's no fun getting up early and reading your Bible when you would rather sleep in. It's no fun eating right when everybody around you is eating cupcakes and drinking soda. And you know that stuff tastes so good, but you also know the result of that sugar crash and how you won't feel well afterward. See, Americans want to have it both ways. We want to be able to not exercise and eat whatever we want and then get take a prescription drug to mask our symptoms so that we don't have to change our lifestyle. Never mind the side effects of the drugs that we take that are masking the symptoms but aren't ultimately dealing with what needs to be dealt with, and that is self-control. And so again, we come back to this crossroads. Do we want to deny ourselves now, make ourselves into better people by the power of God working in us and through us as much as we will let him, 
or indulge ourselves now and deal with the pain of being overweight and not feeling well, hypertension and blood pressure and all the things, almost all of them related to diet and exercise and sleep. The body is just an analogy. God's trying to speak to us through our bodies, through this physical world, to show us a spiritual truth. And the choice is ours. And so as you read Lamentations today, think about it. Think about which voice is Jeremiah listening to and speaking from with each and every stanza. And at the end of the day, the goal is to be able to hear God's voice, to be able to know which way is right, and to be able to choose the best path. May God bless you, my friends. Thank you for being on this journey with me. If you would be so kind as to leave a positive review on the podcast, and maybe even share it if you feel so led. God bless you, and we'll see you tomorrow.